Hello, everybody, and welcome back to week 15 of the NFL season. This is Chalk Talk, where, you give, where we give you the plays, the fades, and today we're going to go over a couple slates. We finally have Saturday football, and so we're going to do a brief breakdown of the Saturday days, like the, what is it, the 4.30 and the 8.20 game, yeah. and then we'll do a more uh, in-depth breakdown of the Sunday main slate. This Saturday slate, I don't know, guys, to me, looks pretty ugly. I know your your teams are playing, the Browns and the Colts, but, man, the slate itself looks terrible. We have, like, what, like 40 and, like, a 44-point total, or 39-point total and, like, a 44. It's it's terrible. Are those the total players out with COVID on the Browns? Or... <laughs> that, <laughs> I mean, it, both. It's, it's that and the total of the game. Um but, you know, we'll start off here. We'll go uh, – we'll start out with the early game, uh, Las Vegas at Cleveland. Nick, we'll start off with you. Any plays or well, – I mean, there, there's two games, so there's definitely – you have to pick plays from basically both these games. And which ones are you going with? Yeah, I mean, quarterback-wise, uh, I like Mac Jones. I think he probably is the best. No, we're, we're talking about Las Vegas at Cleveland. From, we're talking about this oh. game first. All right. <laughs> Well, uh, I think you got to play Renfro or what? He said hot start. <laughs> yeah, I, I would play Renfro. He's like the only one doing anything on um, on the uh, Raiders. But uh, Nick Chubb is probably the only starter. And I think maybe Najoku might come back. So those are really the only two playable players on the Browns. So. So what are you just like heavy stacking the the Colts Patriots game? Because yeah. Yeah. I don't really really think I'm going to do anything with the Browns. I mean, we still don't even know if there's going to be more cases. If half the team has it, we're missing our entire offensive line. So I don't love Chubb's optimism. We have to remember pick a deep. We have to pick defenses too. This is probably the game you're picking a defense. And if you're stacking the Patriots, yeah. yeah, I don't mind the Browns defense. Everyone seems to be pretty healthy there, so that's still promising. And I think they they always step up when you need them to. So uh, not a bad team. You know, they're good for a couple sacks at least against Derek Carr. Like they'll probably get an interception or two, which is nice. So yeah, because he throws the ball like forty five times a game. So right. only like ten, but you know, <laughs> Corey, what do you think? No. Derek Carr, Derek Carr, Derek Carr throws the ball more than yeah, anyone. Derek else. Carr throws the ball a ton. That's what I was saying, yeah. not Case Keenum. I'm joking. Uh, I, I to be honest, a Case Keenum, obviously because this news came out, and he's at 4,800. He's the lowest starting quarterback on the slate this week. Um, some they have to I mean points are going to be scored. I now how many points? That's the question you got to try to figure it out. Um, but with that being said, I mean if you want if you're if you're going into Saturday thinking like, okay, this Browns Raiders game is going to be a dud. And I think the Colts Patriots game is going to be more high scoring than this game. You're going to want a couple pieces and keep your salary down on the, uh, the, you know, in the first game at, you know, four 30. So I don't like, even think it's necessarily, it's just, if you can just pick the, if this game is a dud, if you can pick the one or two pieces that go off, maybe. Okay. Oh yeah. So if you take, so Casey Keenum, let's just say you put him at, he's at 4,800. And he finishes with the most points on the entire slate for Saturday. I mean, you there's options there to you know tie him with. I mean, for you know Landry's missing, then you have DPJ, 
Schwartz is in concussion protocol, uh, but he should be back. Higgins. And then and then they have, yeah, Hollywood Higgins as well. So it's like, if you can get, you know, that stack with Case Keem at 4,800 and then a $3,000 receiver, that's $7,800 $7, between two people. And I, and I think – I'm not sure that I would play Anthony Schwartz. I'd rather play Hollywood Higgins. That's cool. Hollywood, he has these 3K. So I'm just saying, like, yeah. there's, a, there's a spot there that you could definitely go with that – I think maybe people are going to overlook because they're like the Browns are so injured. Then why am I going to, you know, waste my breath on Case Keenum? But I, I think it's, I think it's a look to have. And then obviously Chubb is one of my favorite plays just because the amount of volume he's going to get. Alex. Yeah. What do we think about, I, I think DPJ could have a decent game here. Um, wide receiver one. How is uh, the Raiders corners? Are they any good? I mean, they've been decent against they, – they just don't really give up, like, big plays, but they give it up to the middle of the field. They're not – that's why they've been bad against, like, tight ends. and. But the Browns, like, don't have a tight end right now. I think Njoku, <laughs> I think Njoku might play. I think he'll be maybe the only tight end actor. Was he a close contact? He's the only one that has a chance. Yeah. Was he just a close contact? I don't – had it last on, week. Yeah, he was last week, week so he's gotcha. passed now. Gotcha. Well, I mean, Najoku is in a good spot then if you think the middle of the field is going to be open. Case Keenum's going to have to throw the ball, you know, at least 15 times or so. So it's about <laughs> figuring out where those 15 targets are going to go to. And I think uh, Najoku and either Hollywood or DPJ um, are going to see those. In terms of the Vegas side, um, I think Renfro's priced too high to play him here. Like he'd have to go absolutely nuclear in this two game slate for, to cover that 7.3 K. So I'm probably maybe like one lineup if you want to get like different and think that maybe people are going to be off of him because of his price tag, um, you know, maybe doing a couple of lineups with him in there, but generally staying away from that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think a defense other than that from either side probably is a decent play here. I think the I, next I, game is going to be pretty high scoring. So I would pick one of these two. Defense. Yeah, no, I if if between the these four teams, I, I lean the Browns defense the most. I think they have the most upside. Yeah. yeah. I mean the Raiders just dropped nine on the Chiefs. Like they looked bad. <laughs> I again like when we, we when we did the Thanksgiving slate breakdown, for me, it's more about your roster construction than like picking individual plays. And we have to utilize late swap, which again. You know, if you're dead in the water because you didn't, if you if some of the pieces, if you play multiple lineups and some of those pieces in the early games, like you're just dead, you need to get super different and swap off the chalky picks in the later game and leave tons of salary. So you at least you give yourself a chance to pass people by having a unique lineup. Otherwise, you're just dead, even if your good plays go off. And so with saying that, you know, I still have some favorite plays from the early game i mean it's again the defenses i think are probably better in this game than the other game uh just because this does have a lower total um you have so many injuries on the browns offensive side which could benefit the raiders defense and the raiders been playing terrible and the browns defense is kind of the only healthy side so they could have a good game so i prefer the defenses in this game over the other game but I, this is a slate. I think you need to have exposure to every quarterback, every defense. 
and mix and match the receivers. I think you should honestly, I mean, if you're playing one lineup, that that's great. But these are the types of slates that I recommend playing like a lot more quantity in lineups because you, these types of slates, you're going to be playing with people that have so many lineups. Yeah. And so I, you're playing against, if you play one lineup, you're paying other people that are playing 150. So it, better to throw 10 darts than one. Yeah. I, I think this is a slate. And so by picking, all you need to do is just like kind of pick, you can just mix and match the, I think the receiver position specifically because of the running back position, I'll probably lock in Jacobs and Chubb into every single lineup and we'll get into Taylor, but this slate Renfro is the only other option. Like you go from 7,300 and the next most expensive receiver is 5,900 at Michael Pittman. It's like they're, it's, you're almost like forced to just pay for the raw points on the slate. And that's going to come. I, I think Jacobs is probably the best overall play on the entire slate uh, at any position. Uh, so he's my favorite. Um, but Chubb, I mean, he's going to have to get the, how many, Nick, how many times is Chubb going to get the ball? Probably 30. I mean, <laughs> I mean, right. Like how would he not? I have a question. Why, why don't they use Darius Johnson at all? Like with, they will. Will. no, Hunt they will too. because Hunt's they out. Will. So they'll use yeah. him a little, use him a little bit. Last game. He played like five snaps, but he's not relevant for DFS. Yeah. I mean, it would be a really thin play to play Darius Johnson, but yeah. he's going to uh, go in when Chubb's too tired, but they're not going to rotate him. Yeah, my question was just like, why don't they? Like, he went off when they got the ball as the lead back. I don't know. I think he'll they might play him, especially with how thin they are at, at their position. And then uh, I think the tight ends, like I said, I think all the tight ends. I think the thing is, I think on this late, all the quarterbacks, the tight ends and defenses, you just mix and match a bunch of pieces. Running backs, I think you just lock in all these raw point guys and receiver, you mix and match. Uh, and in this game, my favorite receivers are, I kind of like Zay Jones because isn't your safety out, Nick? Uh, Ronnie Harrison, he might, let me look at the COVID list. The John, what's his name? Johnson. Oh, John Johnson. Yeah. He's He's going to be out and Greg and Troy Hill. Hill. Yeah. So has a concussion. I think one of Deshaun Jackson or Zay Jones is going to be like one of my leans on like my favorite, like punt receiver spot. Uh, so that, that's kind of, and then, yeah, obviously Higgins and DPJ, they're going to be more popular because that's the only people that really Keenum has to throw to, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at on the, on this game. Uh yeah, so next game, uh, we have the Patriots at Colts. Again, another low total, but you it's a little bit probably higher scoring than the other game. Uh, we'll start off with Corey on this one. Why me? Because you're a Colts fan. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I, so I think the plays here um, are very interesting because – so obviously in the Cleveland game, all the receiver options are – sub 3k or three they're the minimum price they can go for receivers uh i have a play here that i think can be a little bit sneaky it's because zach pascal has looked pretty bad for the colts he's dropping passes he can't he he just in the beginning year he looked great and i don't know what happened between now and then but he's slowly 
digressed and has looked worse and worse and worse each week. And the Colts have a couple guys behind him that probably deserve that third spot uh, besides him. And one of those guys is going to be Ashton Doolin. He's 3,100. I understand he's not catching – he's not getting targeted. Uh, I mean, the entire year he has, like, maybe – he has 12 receptions. So take that with a grain of salt. He probably has, like, 15 targets. He's there to Sean um, Jackson. Yeah, so he – yeah, so he's, like – you know, he's a speedy guy. He had, he's scored in the last two of the last three weeks. Um, I'm not saying he's like – the issue with him is that he's not getting the volume. And if Zach Pascal has like another like quarter where he's not catching the ball and he's making – he's dropping it, I could see the Colts moving Ashton Duel in and coming in for more plays and getting more snap count. So it's it's a very long, long, long shot that, you know, Ashton Duel could outscore Higgins or Schwartz or DPJ. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying for like this lineup, you have to get different somewhere. And if you're playing, I'm not saying if you're playing one lineup, do not do this where you're throwing Ashton Doolin into your, one of your receiver roles. But if you're playing 10, you know, 10 lineups at the 25 cent tournament, I mean, that's, it deserves at least a spot to look at for him. Um, He's, a guy, who could, he's a guy who could cover his, his price. And- I mean, it, it also depends on your bank. If you're playing, like if you're max entering the million maker, I mean, oh I'll, yeah, don't do that. Probably have a lot. No, no, you you no, no, max entering the million maker, you have money. Like that means you're rich, and so you can make a twenty. Uh, you can put a twenty dollar dueling lineup in there, and it wouldn't yeah. matter. Um, but so I'm just saying, like, it's something to look at. If you no, know, you are playing multiple lineups, I do it. Uh, Ty Hilton, you know, he's Ty. He he has. He's not doesn't have the same speed as he did. He does have the sure you know the sure hands. It's just can he get open? I'm not sure if he can, you know, break break the top off the defense like he used to. But obviously, my my favorite play, and I think, I mean, it's Jonathan Taylor. He's 9,200. Even on the, he's the most expensive person in on DraftKings this entire. He'll be league. what? Yeah. What do you What do you think? Like, what do you think he'd be like over 90 percent owned? He's going to be at least 85 percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so but that's the thing. I honestly think like you just almost have you just play. There's play no him. like you're leaving so much salary if you don't play him. And for what? Like there's not like other spots that it's two, really... two games. Four yeah. Games. yeah. It's like you're I don't think you're. I, I just think you have to play him almost. No, I, I, I mean, and the thing is, that he's paid off his salary almost every single week, maybe except for like one or two where he. But, I know, I know, for him to pay off his salary, he, he no, he could score. If it's this isn't the main slate. He doesn't need. He could score. He could be in the winning lineup with fifteen points. Because again, when we're on a two-game slate, it's about raw points. It's not. It's always about raw points, even in the main slate. But in a two-game slate, you're not like having to like three x or four x your salary. Like you don't yeah. need Jonathan Taylor to get like thirty-five. He literally, it's possible if this is a low-scoring slate, he could get fifteen fantasy points and be in the winning lineup. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll, all right, I'll give you that. You know what I mean? But, like that's no, why you almost need it. But then comparing to quarterbacks, I I think um, out of both of them, I mean Mac Jones. He, he doesn't really do like a whole lot put up points wise. He again, we talked about he's a game manager and he does it very well. Carson Wentz has a rushing upside that I think has to be looked at. He will run the ball. He's probably you know the best rushing quarterback on on this two game slate. So if I was going to play a quarterback, I 
I just like Wentz better at home, you know, in a dome and with the rushing upside. So I think he's definitely got a higher ceiling mm-hmm. than Mac. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. One of the things, uh, PB, that you touched on uh, in last show was the tight ends on the New England side. You want to take those guys away? Uh, yeah, I this these are some of my like, I mean, I'm going to be playing actually the one group of tight ends I won't be playing out of all these teams is the Colts because I just the Patriots are very good at shutting down tight ends. And I just think the other tight ends are in much better spots like Najoku's 2800. He's underpriced for his role. And then you have what I think in this bye week with Belichick, I think his whole games uh, plan going into this is going to be utilizing his tight ends. You know, Belichick loves to show teams that he can just beat teams in any way, shape or form. And he's going to say, yeah, I signed these two tight ends last, last time we played, we just ran the ball every play. We beat the bills. Now we're just going to play these tight ends and that'll probably be something unexpected or I don't know. I just think Hunter Henry and John Smith are going to be heavily utilized in this game. Uh, It's one of the biggest weak spots of the Colts defense. And I'm sure Belichick is aware of that. Um, now, now, now thinking about it, like, I don't even think you need to, like, for example, we talked about Case Keenum in the last game at 4,800. Honestly, I think my favorite quarterback plays are just Carson Wentz and Derek Carr because you don't need salary savings on the slate. Like, you can fit in Taylor, Jacobs, Nick Chubb, and the Wentz or Carr and still get in whatever – pieces you want really at receiver tight end and defense like there's no worries about salary on the slate because it's so bad and so that just kind of seeing this i i think i prefer wentz and uh car the most yeah i mean mac jones is only like 600 more dollars than case keenum so yeah i just keenum is so depleted it's like why are we going to even bother wasting the lineup on you don't need to do that (laughs) no and so Taylor, I already said, he's like a lock to me. Like I'll probably have him in all my lineups. Uh, and then the receivers, like, I don't know, since if I'm not paying for Renfro, which I think that's kind of like the fade I'm going to make, because I think paying $500 more for Nick Chubb is better. Um, even though Renfro has been so good and just racking up PPR points. Um. I prefer Pittman, I think, and then Jacoby Myers. And then Zach Pascal is probably like my favorite cheap guy from this game. I think Doolin, you know, might be a little too thin. I think Pascal will be low owned enough to where he at least plays more. Yeah, I actually don't like Pittman here because he's got, I think, the highest graded cornerback. Well, yeah, he'll be on Jackson, so. but jc jackson i don't jc jackson doesn't shadow does he he's gonna have to face him at least a little bit yeah but i don't know Pittman just get like he even saw some like rushing attempts last week like he's kind of involved he's, in he's almost in a night uh almost getting to that point where he's like he's so big he's like almost a nightmare like matchup nightmare where he's just like like a mike evans yeah yeah, I mean, not. I'm not going to say he's Mike Evans right now, but he. I mean, Size the way five. he's progressed this year, he's looked really good. Uh, quick, quick little thing, uh, just to go through like what I just did within like a minute. This lineup: uh, Wentz, Taylor, Chubb, Pittman, Higgins, 
I, I threw in Zach, but that can be changed. Hunter Henry, Josh Jacobs, Browns defense. And I left 900 on the board. I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah. what that is, I mean, that's going to be very duplicated, which. Yeah, just, right. You don't want to do that. That could be like a, you know, I, would, I, would, I won't be playing fast games, but. Changes like that. You, you can, can fit yeah. everyone in there, like, without. Is it possible? I'm just going to see if you can create a lineup with. I think the key for this, I mean, two game slate, that's even less than the Thanksgiving. Like even on the Thanksgiving, it was like, all right, who's your leverage? Because, you know, like you're going to have to pick the guy that's. Oh, you need need leverage. Yeah. So I think, but it's even more important, I think, for these two game set, this two game set than it would be, you know, in a Millie maker where we value that pretty high evenly so and the way you get leverage on these two game slates is leaving salary like a lot of it like you could leave like i don't know three thousand that's fine perfectly fine and the other thing is like yeah i mean dueling even on a two game slate will probably be like two one percent owned or something crazy like that so it's about finding those you know low super low on plays but I'm, I'm just quickly seeing if it's if, what a lineup looks like because right now i have taylor chubb jacobs renfro if you put like the raiders d in there Najoku, who's like one of the cheaper tight ends you, you can you could fit in not, like pretty much every expensive guy on the slate because i just put in all the most expensive uh, running backs and Renfro and Joku, and you could still make a Keenum lineup or a, a Mac Jones lineup. It's crazy. But, I mean, you could do anything on this slate. It's, it's, but yeah, I think Renfro is the one to fade because he'll be really popular on this slate too. And I don't think you can play all the popular running backs with him. I think you kind of got to choose for ownership purposes. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Huge games. Big games, yeah. and it's gonna be fun. And if you're doing showdown slates, I I think I'd recommend if you don't have a huge bankroll, then just play showdown slates and just get different there. It's yeah. Oh, little- stacking. Make sure you stack like this. These yeah. quarterbacks aren't mobile. This is a slate. You don't mobile the most mobile. Yeah, but it is like this is a slate. If you're not stacking, you're just stupid, and you're not playing the, these slates right. Like if you're playing Garrett Carr, you're playing a minimum of two pass catchers. Like you're minimum of two if you're playing once a minimum of two same with the other guys you're making a minimum of two pass catchers with them so that's just the last thought on this um but yeah now we'll go ahead and break down the main slate uh everyone have that pulled up yeah first game is uh dallas at giants yep so we got dallas at giants uh we'll start off well, Alex, what do you think here? Uh, Dak at his lowest price of the season uh, is probably my favorite QB play on this whole slate. Uh, I think the Giants, I mean, the Giants have a couple of good defenders, but uh, I think Dak is due for a good game. Jerry Jones has been saying he's slumping, uh, which I mean, he hasn't been putting out great numbers, but he's also been not doing horrible, I don't think, but he hears that obviously, right? Like Jerry's going on the radio saying that and it's getting picked up everywhere. So I think this is a a big game for him and for the Cowboys. Um, Basically, other than Zeke and Pollard, all their pass catchers are healthy. All the top four guys on that team um, are playing together probably for one of the first couple games this season. Um, So I love Dak in this spot again at his lowest lowest price of the entire season 
Yeah, I think uh, uh, with those healthy Giants receivers, Sterling Shepard, like, kind of has always been a number one there. I mean, Galladay hasn't done a whole ton, but um, for 4,700, he kind of, if Danny Dimes plays, I think he, yeah, he like, won't play. He's, It'll be, he might be, yeah, that hurts my case for this, but uh, <laughs> it'll be Glennon. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I like Tony Pollard in this one, though. Okay. That's going to be my, my leverage, I think, for this week. High upside. Yeah, Seems kind of slowing down. I don't think a lot of people are going to play him. Uh, you're right about that. <laughs> I, he just doesn't get the volume there. To I mean, yeah, it's on a, on the what is this? How big of a slate is this? Like 12, 11. Uh, wait, no. So there's there's 14 games. There's 14 on the main slate. 11. No, 11. 11. 11. 11. Yeah, 11-game slate. Pollard is. Man, that's that's gonna be tough, Nick. This is gonna be a fun week because you can get. There's gonna be not a lot of lineups duplicated here with. No, no. This is a, such a. If this is gonna be as ownership projections roll in, like a player is gonna be super chalky and high owned. This is such a good week to fade chalky plays because there's so many good plays. Just it, there's gonna be so much COVID news probably this week with value opening up. You're just gonna be able to play a lots of variations of lineups. So I would recommend not playing like like the chalky displays. No, true. But from this game, I like the Cowboys defense 3,600. If even if Mike Glennon is okay, he's not carrying an injury tag anymore, but I mean, the entire wide receiver core of the giants is hurt, banged up or have, or, you know, have COVID. I think this is a good spot for Dallas to put it on the giants to division rivals, put up a lot of points. I don't understand it. I understand it's in New York giants play a little bit better at home, but, I mean, like Alex said, you can go anywhere with these receiving options with uh, Dak. Obviously, I'm going to lean more Gallup and Cooper. I think there's other plays at wide receiver position than C.D. Lamb if you're paying 7400 That's just my personal opinion. And then moving down, Schultz is interesting. I would like him more if, you know, one of the other receiving options was missing. I mean, last week he got, I mean, he was like, he gets so little volume when they're all three healthy. I know. And they like had him at $5,500 for his salary. He, they bumped him back down to 4,900. So it's, it's a little bit interesting, but um, again, I, it's a, it's a dart throw. And I, I think I would go elsewhere with tight end, but those are my, my thing. Yeah. I, I like Dak a lot this week. Uh, I think he's a very good quarterback play. But I just don't know if the Giants can keep this close enough to keep, you know, Dak's like, you know, gas on the pedal. Um, so I, I don't necessarily think I would double stack Dak. I would only single stack him and in this game. So I would do like either like a – I prefer Gallo – or sorry, I prefer Cooper and Lamb in, in this. But I probably prefer Lamb just because I think Cooper is going to see a little bit more of James Bradbury. Although I think Cooper is fine – like. I think he'll win that matchup. Really. I, I just, I think Cooper is so good and I don't think that matchup is as big of an issue for him as some other guys that face him. Uh, and my favorite run back, if I played uh, a DAC line is probably Saquon. He has not really, I mean, he scored a touchdown last week, but just doesn't have that burst he used to have, but I mean, he's a reasonable price tag um, that he's probably like, my favorite run back in this game. And then I like the Cowboys defense uh, as well. Um, 
but yeah, that's, that's about it from that game. Uh, next game, we have Houston going into Jacksonville. I don't think we need to talk about this game for too long. Uh, we'll start with Nick. Any plays from here? No. Next. <laughs> Pass. Uh, we're, every week, we're like, uh, I guess you could play Brandon Cooks. Like, I, we don't need to do it again. Let's just skip it. Pass. Pass. You pass. I, there, I think there is one play, but Corey, right. throw it? out the one play and that's it. Um, can I guess your one play, PB? It's pretty, it's not like a, some crazy play. David Johnson. No, the other side. What did you say? David Johnson? <laughs> James no. Robinson. It's James player. Robinson because Carlos Hot. Look, look how cheap they put Robinson at now. Yeah, if it's 400. Well, he. Because Urban hates him, he doesn't. Yeah, have but, but, but Carlos Hyde's probably not playing this week. I don't. I think he's banged up or COVID or something. Concussed. But he's concussed. But yeah, concussion. Yeah. So yeah. if James Robinson is getting a full workload versus the Texans at fifty four hundred, yeah, I'm gonna play some of James Robinson. I, I, yeah, I mean, you can go where you want. I mean, you can literally throw anything at this game, and I, and I don't think you're getting anything in return. Like Dave, yeah, you can play Robinson, but like. 5,400, I'd rather go somewhere else with a back that splits. Dude, even I, when Carl but, and I played last week, he still got only got six attempts. Yeah, I, I, he, I think he might have left last game or something, but I don't know. Like, if you look at some of his early games when he was getting 15, 18 yeah. attempts and, like, five targets, and this is a, just a, such a good matchup, you know, I'm, I'm going to play some James Robinson this week. Like, I actually really – if, especially if Carlos hides out, like he's one of my top running back plays. I think I do this. like my, my only other pick from this game would be, I know we've, we've talked about it maybe last week, Marvin Jones. I, I know it's Trevor Lawrence and Trevor Lawrence was really bad. Last time they played, he had nine receptions. Granted, last time this game was, week one. was a shootout. Yeah, I know it was week one. Marvin Jones, nine targets, five receptions, 77 and one touchdown. So I and last week he had six targets or seven targets, six receptions, and he only had, you know, he had 70 yards. So I'm I'm kind of intrigued by Marvin Jones, but I, that's I wouldn't go Snoll. I wouldn't go really Cooks either. I think at the price I can get away with playing Marvin Jones there and expect his return. So, but I think we should yeah. move on from this. Yep. I, uh, I don't mind the defenses in either game of that one either, just because both of them can be terrible. And they're both in the 2K range. Uh, next game, we have Tennessee going into Pittsburgh. Uh, we'll start out with Corey on this one. This might be my favorite quarterback play of the week. Really? And... <laughs> I don't mind it. He's in my pool. He's 5,600. And last week against a better defense, he put up like 320 and three touchdowns and an interception. Granted, he looked very bad in the first first half of that game. And I think the only reason why he looked better is because the Vikings were playing prevent, trying not, not to let him score. And he got a couple short field positions they took advantage of. But, I mean, even with how bad Big Ben's been, Deontay Johnson is 7,500. He's one of the most expensive receivers on the slate. I mean, he's the he's, one. He's earned it. but I know he has, and he's been good. So that's what I'm saying, like, if you can get away with playing Big Ben at 5,600 and stack him back with Deontay Johnson, and then, I mean. Big Ben's a quarterback, though, that I almost 
think you have to like double stack because of. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you definitely do because I think the only way he gets there, and I love pairing him with Firemouth. I think Firemouth is a it's a smaller... yeah. They have like five targets that they consistently go to, and like two of them are like Ray Ray McLeod and uh, James it's, Washington. It's, it's, it's... It's Deontay Johnson, Claypool. In in order, it's Johnson, Claypool, Fryermuth, then like McLeod, Washington, or, or no, no Najee. Washington McLeod. scored a touchdown last game. Like he, yeah, but he doesn't a have a high share. target share at all. It, it, okay, well then the other thing is, is how much time is Claypool going to play this game? I mean, he yeah, he got bench. <laughs> yeah, they'll play. They they know he's a playmaker. They need this win. They're going to play Claypool. I know, but I I like that. So I, I really like Big Ben this week. I, he might be my quarterback of the week i have, I have the to thing like this is again on this big of a slate like you i think usually these big of slates you have some higher scoring slates because there's always pieces to go off you would need this game to be an absolute shootout and so you definitely have to run it back with a titan and if you're playing big ben like you're you're basically saying big ben's throwing four plus touchdowns that's the only way big ben is gonna uh, be in the winner no i, I, I mean james like washington had 16 and a half fantasy points last week. So yeah, that wouldn't let's get not it write him off. Like, that wouldn't get it done though in a tournament. But if, if they're gonna bench Claypool back, more, that's a good play for gonna bench Claypool. He lost in that game celebrating. He didn't though. That was blown, that was blown out of proportion. He didn't they they were all running to the line and he look he if you stand he up. Back, yeah, he stands There's up 10 and does seconds his thing. left. No, no excuse for this. Stand up. You're bad, losing. But you don't need to point to a first down like a clown. He, he's an absolute idiot. Yeah. Like, there, come on. He's playing no, this guy. Don't defend him. He's playing this side by side video of him, of him doing what he did, and then Larry Fitzgerald doing the exact same thing. Catches the ball, runs the ball to the hash, places it down, yeah. and lines back up. He could have done Don't that. Don't even try and rationalize. I'm just telling you, they lost more time when the when the guy tried to take the ball from him and it fell that's, and rolled. Because he was awesome. celebrating. The guy yeah, wouldn't have gone for it if he went to right. put it back. All right. All right. We're All right. back to the That's stupid. It, but if I'm running back. Is playing the entire game. If I'm running it back, I, I like. I like Deonza Foreman in this spot. I don't mind Foreman. I like Westbrook McKinney. As much as I don't like to say that, his name because I've said it multiple times on this on this podcast before, and he's done that. Like Julio. Like, why well, just go back to Julio? Because I think Julio is not fully healthy, and I think his, he can go – he could be playing the game. I mean, okay, anyone can go in and get hurt right away. But I just – I just think you could easily see yourself – I mean, obviously, if you're playing a bunch of big Ben lines, you're obviously going to have to have uh, some Julio because that would, I think, be – Yeah. No, I, I think we will, but – Julio has yet to break 10 points in six out of the seven games he's played this this year for 50, 5,400 bucks. It's yeah, but such Westbrook, a waste of money. Yeah, but I'm just talking about upside. Yeah, I mean, salary-wise, I mean, you save 1,200 not playing Julio and you play Westbrook McKinney instead. And if it is a shootout, which, you know, that's the only way this game is going to get you to, you know, the top the tournament winner, right? is that, you know, Julio Jones probably would break 10 points. So – I don't, I don't know. I, I'm done talking about the game. Someone else can take yeah, it over. I, my only other player is Deonta Foreman, like I said a minute ago. Uh, we just saw, obviously, Deonta Foreman's not Dalvin Cook, but we just saw Dalvin Cook put up 205 yards and two touchdowns on this Steelers defense that's still pretty banged up. Um, I think he's a similar runner, running style, um, kind of like a bruiser with a little bit of speed. I mean, 
what's the deal with like him and Hilliard splitting? Well, because... no, but Mick, Mick Nichols is back too, which worries me. Yeah. I mean, but Foreman was so like, in the pass game. McNichols is their pass catching back, and yeah. So it's just, what what is uh for? Is he pretty cheap? Fifty two hundred. So he's yeah, he's like relatively. Yeah. I think I would just see. That's why I like James Robinson. I think James Robinson is such a good price at, at that low five k range. But yeah, I mean, if you're stacking Pittsburgh, yeah, you'd want a, a Tennessee piece for sure. Um. Yeah, I don't. I I. Like I'll have Big Ben in my player pool. He's not my favorite QB, but I, I'll have him. And then I don't know. I actually I think I prefer Claypool to Deontay just because of the price difference. Um, but I I wouldn't mind doing the double stack with Deontay and Claypool or Najee and Claypool. Najee's um, so expensive this week. I know he's expensive, and but he's pretty good against the run. <clears throat> so yeah, that's yeah. I, I would probably I'd lean Deontay and Claypool as my double stack with Big Ben. But I think you can get away a fire move. If he if he catches for his price tag, he gets so much target and volume in the red zone. Like yeah, the Titans I, aren't the worst against tight ends though. No, and I know that getting, aren't they getting a Bud Dupree back? Yeah, he they just activated him. Yeah. So I mean, take that with the grain. I mean, he's older and he's well, that's and then yeah, I think my favorite run back on the Titans is Julio. So that's kind of what I have from that game. Next game, we have Arizona at Detroit uh we'll start off with Alex on this one yeah um with the DeAndre Hopkins news coming out that he's going to miss the rest of the regular season that's a a bummer for him um yeah awesome player to watch um so that sucks but um in terms of DFS wise uh I like AJ Green in this spot against the bad Detroit defense put up 100 yards on 10 targets and seven catches last week um and you know, we've seen him see a little bit more of these. I mean, the game before that, uh, only one target. But prior to that, like five, eight, seven, he's taken up some of the the Hopkins um, targets. So I think he's a, a good play here. Nick? Um, I, I'm not going to play anyone from this game, honestly. I mean, we always talk about high scoring games is kind of what we shoot for in DFS here. So I don't think it's going to be that I think the Cardinals will probably run them out of the building, but um, I, I just think it's going to be too spread out uh, AJ green. If I had to pick someone, so uh, I'm with you there, Alex, but I think with chase Edmonds coming back, they're probably going to give James Conner a break because he's been running like crazy uh, that I could see them saving him for the playoffs, let chase Edmonds get back up to speed. So this seems like a good spot for him to, kind of be reintroduced back into the NFL game speed uh, after coming off quite a long injury. So um, I don't mind the Chase Edmonds play, especially if game script wise, they're blowing him out. He'll probably get a lot of work. Um, Don't like anyone on the Lions really. He could always play DeAndre Swift. So we'll see if he plays, but a lot of uh, contingent injury news there. So uh, I guess I'll stick to AJ Green and Chase Edmonds. Uh, for me, it's see this slate I'm looking through and there's not a lot of like, I I usually like to find my quarterbacks that you can get like shootouts or like back and forth games, but this slate specifically is a lot of just lopsided games. And so I think on this slate more than a lot of other slates, you can get away with like, um, I don't know, for example, if you played Kyler and stacking him because Kyler's a mobile quarterback, you could do like just like a Kyler 
Christian Kirk. I think Christian Kirk's my favorite pass catcher on the Cardinals this week. Um, and you don't need to necessarily run it back with a Detroit player. You can, but if like Arizona wins this game, like 35 to 10, there's good chance there's an Arizona player that goes off and no one on Detroit does. So it's kind of some of these, like where you're playing an absolutely garbage team, but a really good offense, you don't necessarily have to do a run back, but I don't mind like Deandre Swift. If he plays is one of my favorite running back plays of the week. I, with his role, I mean, and that's where the Cardinals are, are weakest in their defense is against the run. I love DeAndre Swift. And then if James Conner is out, Chase Edmonds becomes possibly the number, yeah, the number one running back play of the slate, I think. Like, there's, I don't know how he wouldn't be having just a bell cow role at 5,100 in the Cardinals offense against the Lions. So he would become my favorite running back play of the entire slate if Connor's out. Um, but with Edmonds back, I just don't have interest in Connor this week. He also hurt his um, ankle at the, like the last. Yeah, I can see game. them not really needing him this game. I just hope they sit him against Detroit and then I can just lock Edmonds into some, a, a ton of lineups. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of where I, I think I like the running back plays more. Uh, but that that's kind of me. Corey, did you give any plays yet? Uh, I was going to say the only reason I don't like AJ Green as much. Yeah, he's getting the targets, but he's never had. Monday was the first game he had seven plus reception. So I I know with DeAndre Hopkins being out, that becomes a bigger factor. But DeAndre Hopkins missed again. He wasn't playing with Kyler Murray, so it's a little bit different there. He was playing with Cole McCoy. Um, I would I do think I think Rondo Moore is probably be one of the more highly owned receivers this week, just for the fact that he's forty four hundred. Hopkins is out. Everyone knows Hopkins is out. Everyone knows that, you know, he can get, he catches the deep ball. He goes, um, so it might be a play to pip off, but I I do like the Christian Kirk play. Um, And then, yeah, if DeAndre Swift plays here, I think he's a must start for most people. He's just, the amount of volume he gets is crazy. So those those are the only two really plays I would have. And then if you want, if, if Swift is missing, uh, I would, considered the Arizona defense since they have not lost on the road yet. Um, they, and the lines are pretty bad. So it's a, another play to maybe think about. Yep. Uh, next game, we have the jets going into Miami. Again, another lopsided game here. Um, we'll start out with Nick on this one. I love Jalen Waddle. I think every single running back on the dolphins is going to be out. Um, so it's no, I be think, two. Well, Malcolm Brown got activated. Did they clear? I think, I think he'll be activated and then it'll be like him. And there's a chance Gaskins clear because these guys were all on the COVID list last week. So as long as they just get their test for this week, they all could be kind of coming back. And if they're vaccinated, you just need to test. Yeah. So there's, there's we'll still, see, but it's just got, the there's a chance that like none of them are there besides like Malcolm Brown right. and Johnson or they Gaskin probably resumes his. Yeah, well, I think they're not at practice right now, so I think they're probably just going to have a pass-heavy game script uh, regardless. I mean, I, I love Gaskins. I think he's he's had a great end of the year. But uh, Jalen Waddell, I think, solidifies himself, you know, as the same – almost to this, getting to the same tier as a Jamar Chase. Um, so, I think you got to play him at his price. So, 
Yeah, Tua is the other quarterback I really like on this slate um, for the reasons you guys just laid out. And at 5,700, um, probably one of like the mid-tier guys. Yeah. Uh, again, I mean, if you don't – go ahead. I was going to say, like on that Tua note, if uh, the Saints can throw the ball on this Jets defense, like Tua is going to shred. Yeah, on that note too, like uh, if you if you're not going Waddle, you're going Gesicki in my mind. Um, and if you were to run it back, I think a good cheap running back option is Michael Carter, forty seven hundred, going to be the lead back in there again. Um, you know, Ty Johnson and Tevin Coleman may get a couple of carries, but I think Carter uh, shoulders the load. So those would be my three three plays here. I like cool. uh, Devontae Parker. Uh, he came yeah. back last week. He's at 4,300, had five receptions, 62 yards on five targets. Tua loves um, Devontae Parker. He does. And they have no one else there. Okay, they have Waddle and they have Jasicki, but no one on the outside. I know Jasicki lines up as a receiver. Um, you know, they could do. <laughs> Wait, I'm just Devontae Parker. He's just, he's just interesting. The, the issue, though, is I, I think Gaskin or Ahmed is going to be back this game. And I think that they're going to be able to run the ball. I mean, if and if that's the case, give me Gaskins at fifty six hundred. I hope that he's a late come off of the uh, the COVID nineteen list and no one plays him because I hope whatever Jet is at, like somehow everyone but one Jet is there, so I could just play that single Jet. And I don't have to worry about committee backs. That's yeah, what I hope. Yeah, Malcolm Brown. I'm pretty sure the other day or today, you're talking about Dolphin. Yeah, yeah. like you're, I don't uh, want like, all of them to be active. God, who they just bring in? They just brought in someone. They have Salvin Ahmed. They have Duke Johnson. They have I know Malcolm Brown. They have Gaskin. I mean, oh, Lindsay's have, on COVID. Yeah, they, they have six backs. No, they brought in someone today. They're um, testing them out. It doesn't matter because Adrian Peterson. No. <laughs> See, it's on every team. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who it is, but anyways, but all right. I I don't think there's many other plays. Do you have anything from it? Yeah, two is my, one of my top quarterback. I think cash games is easier to play. I, going against the Jets, he's 5,700. Their, their weapons are coming back. You have, uh, yeah, like we said, they're running back. Some of them should be back. And then Parker's back. And I think the only viable run, I don't know, Michael Carter's back in at 4,700. He didn't do as well with Zach Wilson as he did with uh, Flacco and – Mike White, but maybe now that they've seen what he could do, they start utilizing him more. So he's probably my favorite run back on the Jets, uh, as long as he's like full go. And yeah, I think my favorite stack with Tua is Devontae Parker. Uh, Tua's just always loved throwing Parker the ball. Uh, he's super cheap at 4,300 going against this Jets team. So yeah, that's kind of uh, where I'm Remember at. Remember when Mike White said he should have been the number one overall? <laughs> yeah, a little yeah, what happened to him? <laughs> White Lightning. Zach Wilson. Have Josh Johnson. They just let Josh Johnson go. He's on the Ravens now, so. Show yeah, fire. Dumpster fire over there with the Jets. Uh, yeah, I don't mind Waddle, too, but I just, for $2,300 less, I'll just take Parker. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. But love, love Tua. And the Dolphins' defense is definitely one of the best plays. Uh, next game, we have Washington going into Philly, coming out of the bye week. 
Uh, we'll start out with Corey here. Someone explain to me why Jalen Hurts is very below 7K. Because he's it's still questionable to even play this week. Is he? I mean, he's <clears throat> he's limited. I think he's going to play. He's just came off a of bye week. I mean, the, the tag doesn't really mean anything to me at this point. It's not the tag. It's a report like coming from them that they just I, they don't yeah, know. Yeah, he, he was limited today, but I, I think he plays. And you know, yeah, he's in his like role. Like then, they, he, I mean, Minshew did great. So kind of yeah, a quarterback I'm, fans, I'm not talking about like them winning. I understand like Minshew can help him win games and just be like a like a yeah. Hurts in his normal role at 6,600 would be a terrible misprice. That's a fact. That's if what, that's like if he's like a hundred percent ready to go, sixty six hundred is a massive misprice for him going against Washington. Yeah, so I if he is full go, he's by far my favorite quarterback this week. Um, that sixty six hundred, he runs the ball so much. Uh, as a passer, he's getting a little bit better, um, but again, it really depends on his ankle. Uh, if he's full go, if he is, I like pairing him up with I like Dallas Goddard. He's at 5,300. Um, I think he, you know, he is their red zone look. And I, I don't trust any of the running backs in Philly. I refuse to play Miles Sanders. I, I can't do it anymore. I, I swear every week I text you, I, I cannot play that man one more yeah. week. Yeah. He, and then, he yeah. actually got there that one week when he scored 20, I think, but bare. But then he, got he hurt, gets though. injured every, yeah, yeah, he gets injured every game. He leaves his damn game him. and I can't stand it. Yeah, and then you move down. You have Gainwell, Howard, and Boston Scott. I mean, that's that's a roulette that I don't want to play. Sanders will pro- is probably Boston. playing this week. No, Sanders <laughs> is going to be playing this week, but there's just no way I can do that. I won't do it against Washington. I just refuse. And I, and I think this is – because Scary Terry might miss this game, and I don't like anyone on Washington besides catching the ball besides Ricky Seal Jones. There you so go. So I think this is a play where you play the Eagles defense too. I think the Eagles defense is a great play, especially yeah. if Heineke and he's banged up. He's probably going to play, but scary Terry hurt too. I mean, who else did they throw the ball to? So, yeah, I think they're probably going to rely a lot on Gibson and uh, yeah. Ricky seals might become a really good sneaky play. Gross. He had like one I, catch last week. I don't. I don't care. You're playing the Eagles now. You just play a tight end when they play the Eagles. It's just a. It's what you do. And if you did that every week this year, you would have had one of the best tight ends a lot of the weeks. Like they just are terrible against tight ends. But I guess, yeah, but... I agree. Hertz Hertz is a good play if it's like the report is he's a full go, and if you play the Hertz stack. If you do it with Goddard, I don't necessarily like playing two tight ends with Ricky Seals-Jones, so you kind of have to go Devonta Smith. If, and the Washington is terrible against receivers. So you, you – but if you go Ricky Seals-Jones, you go Devonta Smith. If you go Dallas Goddard with Hurts, then you run the run it back with probably Gibson. I think Antonio Gibson's the better run back. I mean, when yeah, – uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking to see – receiving besides Samantha Smith who caught the it's ball. It's Jalen Rager and, and Quez Watkins. Quez Watkins. Can't play them. I mean, my thing about Goddard is he's only had four touchdowns this year. Two of them came last time they played. Yeah, but so. he had Dallas Goddard's the type of tight end that has like Kittle up and Kelsey upside. They, he has, like we already does saw he? him scored. Yes. What do you mean? Does Did you not see the game that he, he had? had? One good, he's had one good game, like amazing right. game he this has, year. 
he has thir- he had a 31 point game that is Kittle six, and Kelsey six, upside. Six he, but he's he only has, done it once. He has a role. He's scored multiple touchdowns before. He he's a very good tight end. He has four this year. Okay, it's not a ton. That's not like I don't care that he has a ton. I'm saying he has the upside to win you a slate. Yeah, and and if. I mean, Minshew looked at him six times. If Minshew's in, then you got to expect him, Minshew, to keep throwing the ball to him because he didn't throw the yeah, ball. To if Jalen Hurts plays, I don't like Goddard at all because okay. he, he hasn't done much this year. I think he I mean, do, 15 I mean, points, great, but like he has, I think, he has 41 receptions, almost 600 yards, and four touchdowns. That's 10 points a game. So, in when you're the Melly Maker. I, I, yeah, the I tight end's I, always I, a dumpster fire, and yeah. I don't think there's any. What are the pay? I'm gonna. Look so you're gonna spend fifty four hundred bucks at tight end on an, on someone who's averaging ten points. You hey, catch not have to understand strategy. on the at the tight end position, a position that I understand it's very touchdown dependent. No, it's but, like one. It's it's a it's ugly. You don't have even like Kelsey and Waller. You have Kittle on the slate, but he's priced at seventy five hundred. So he's not I, even like a. a I a, like Gasicki and Dawson Knox, who are both cheaper than Goddard. Just I will, as much I, will, I would bet you straight up that Goddard has a better game than than whoever which one of those guys you want to pick. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Side, side bet. All right, moving on. Unless someone else has anything else to say. No, that's that's it. Hertz is obviously a very good play if they come yeah. out and he's full go. Um, it's just who do you stack them with? Uh, it's up to you. Next game, we have Carolina going into Buffalo. Again, another lopsided game, but we have Buffalo is still close to a 30-point team total. So there's fantasy points to be had. We'll start out with Alex on this one. Yeah. Um Obviously, like you're saying, one-sided here. I'm not going to pick, I don't think, any Panthers. Um, the one the one piece that stuck out to me, because uh, I know you guys are going to have some other plays here too, but the Bills defense at 3100 I think is a that's a great price. To That'll have. be the, uh, I believe, the cash game chalk. That'll be like the chalk defense. Yeah. So I think in tournaments, you kind of have to get away from them. Yeah. But we'll see what ownership says as it rolls in throughout the week. But if they somehow are low owned, yeah, they're an incredible play. Yeah. Nick, you were uh, talking about Knox. I think he's coming back. I mean, a couple weeks healthy. He's definitely well, Sanders is out now, too. Yeah, Manny Sanders. But I actually like uh, Gabriel Davis. If I had to pick a receiver, he's he's kind of coming into that offense and, and making a big splash. So, um, receiver-wise, I think I, I like Knox – and Gabriel Davis. Corey. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I really don't. I, I like the Gabriel Davis called there, Nick. If you want to get completely different and move down to, you know, he's 3,700. He's been coming alive lately. And even Manuel Sanders, I think Manuel Sanders has lost that role as the, the outside guy there. I just getting old. And I think Gabriel Davis, like he, he's actually like kind of good. Like he's only not, he is good. He is good. He's on yeah. eight, four, three, four, three for targets. So, and he got eight targets against Tampa Bay, who's not very good in secondary. And Carolina's pretty good, has pretty yeah, good. That's the thing about Carolina. They at least have a, a decent defense. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I don't really love this game that much. I don't either. I, again, I, I, I said, you know, Josh Allen was probably the play last week and, you know, being, you know, 
the play for quarterback, paying up for him. And I, I like him again, just for his r- rushing upside as well. I think. But he he is an ankle thing. I know he has the ankle thing, but it toe. So toe, it, turf toe, it might be a little bit more of an issue. Um, you can't play any run. You can't trust any of the running backs in Buffalo. You know they or Carolina or Car- <laughs> or Carolina. This is yeah. a terrible DFS game. I guess. I mean Robbie. Okay, I will say Robbie Anderson. He you know twelve targets last week, seven receptions, eighty four yards, and a touchdown. But didn't Sam Darnold just get activated? New off offensive there? coordinator too. What do you say, peeps? Sam Darnold was activated, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah. Uh, is likely still a week away. A week or two away. So, I mean, I DJ Moore is banged up with a hammy. Like this game is just terrible for DFS. Yeah. It's, it's going to be lower scoring. It's going to be like I don't. I don't see how a really a piece from this game. Maybe Cole Beasley for I think Gabriel Davis honestly probably has the like like just because he's so cheap and yeah, he's yeah. going to be like, thirty seven. He just, he just can have that one play upside that and at his price just blow a slate open. So, I mean. Honestly, he's like the only one that I could see like blowing the slate out of the water, and you're just like, well, I well, so this is, him. I this could be a, a Cole Beasley game too, because I I think with okay the thing is with Cole Beasley though is he has to get in the end zone at least two times because his yeah. last week he had nine receptions but only had sixty four yards. Yeah. So the only way, and he's only scored one time this entire year. He has seventy two receptions, six hundred and five yards. I don't know what that equates to in like Jesus, he, Beasley is such a hard because he just his ups. Like I would just play rather play Gabe Davis. He has the the they look he looks to him in the in the end zone when they're in the red zone. And then he also can have that big play upside and catch a long one. Yeah, so it's like exactly. I just think he's the better the better tournament play. I'm I'm just like playing the story in my head that you know Beasley gets nine receptions, 80 yards, and two touchdowns. And that's what you kind of need, yeah. At forty nine hundred, but again, Dawson Knox is back and healthy, and he's he snakes a lot of end zone. Um, Panthers are good against tight ends, so I don't like Knox either. Yeah, I, I'm I'm interested. I'm I'll probably have a couple lines with with Beasley. I just for some reason every time I scroll past his name, I just I cannot not click. But yeah, him. Bills defense probably your cash game defense as of now. I just they're such a good play at their price um next game we have atlanta going into san francisco you missed missed cincy denver oh yeah yeah sorry cincy going into denver um i don't know this is this is an interest i think this is at least like the one of the first games we had that could be like closer so it's like if somehow but you know it's still some decent defenses so it's hard to see it like shooting out but what are your thoughts here nick yeah, I'm interested to see who certain uh, will go on. I think he's kind of like a lockdown guy, so it makes me like. I mean, he's gone. Chase has gone ag- up against him, hasn't he? Like they went up against yeah. each other in college. Yeah, they sure did Chase back in the, the uh, SEC days. Sure. Yeah, but I think T. Higgins, he was a Clemson guy too, so they might have seen each other in some college football playoffs. Um, he probably have more success against. Higgins. Everyone in Cincy is saying that T. Higgins is the number one guy now, which he's, he's had three hundred yard games in a row. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know if I believe. That. I, I still I believe that. Chase is the alpha, but I've said, I've said this since the beginning of the year that the Bengals' offense is very, very good, and I, yeah. I took all of their all the receivers overs on their yards this year, and it, it seemed yeah. 
Like I'm going to hit a minimum two out of three. Boyd could still hit his, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah. So I think one of the two there is a, is a play because I think they're going to have to pass a lot. Um, not necessarily to catch up, but I think just to put up points, I think that's just going to be how they win. Um, Joe Mixon, I don't know if he really gets done. They're a really good defense. Um, but I got to go to my boy, Javante. I, he feels like the guy that I'm going to just have on my fantasy team for like the next five years. I've been doing the same thing with Austin Eckler. I think I'm on like year three or four, just like on the Eckler bandwagon. So Javante Williams. With Melvin Gordon there, like. Even with last last week, he put up 20 plus points. So he put up. I I think they're they're at the point where they're kind of saying, okay, this guy's an absolute wagon. Like we can't bench him. Yeah. So he's had his breakout games. He's just completely dominated and he hasn't slowed down. Like they're not going to they're not going to continue to put Melvin Gordon in that position if he's not excelling, especially because they're going for the playoffs. They're using Melvin Gordon as like still their alpha back. Yeah. He had 24 carries, 111 yards and two touchdowns last week. Javante Williams did have a good game. I mean, both running backs had good games against Detroit, but it's, it's hard to, I don't, yeah, it's hard to imagine. I mean, at 6.1K, too, yeah, it's like you have, think about all the other backs we've mentioned. We had DeAndre Swift in the 6Ks. We had James Robinson at 5.4. We could have Chase Edmonds at, like, it's just, it's tough to play this a back in a, in a committee. I, yeah, I, I mean, I love Javante Williams. I do too. He's incredible. I mean, their, their, their backfield put up 50 points last week between the two of them. <laughs> it gets hard. It. I, it, but it's like the same. I think it's the same thing like playing Kareem Hump and Nick Chubb. Like, I have no problem playing either of them. Like, they each have their own roles. Yes. I just, they, I, they I don't both know. have upside. I understand 99% of the time you don't like playing committee backfields but teddy bridgewater's garbage like it it sucks because judy and sutton i think are amazing receivers and we'll never see their ceiling because of bridgewater well so still I, next year when one of these elite quarterbacks yeah, go there yeah but uh, for the time being like we're we're stuck just watching them run the ball for you know the three-fourths of the game at least so i think the potential's there like it's i don't know i, I just like them a lot I I like um, a couple plays here. Cortland Sutton keeps getting. I mean, they they continue to go every week without needing to pass the ball very often, and they just gave him a massive contract. And like he's had forty eight receptions entire year, which is crazy because yeah. he's so good. He's so talented. And Jerry Judy at fifty four hundred. I think so. It's either I'm thinking playing this out in my head i think the um the denver broncos win this game and with that being said i i like uh, i don't like the receiving core as much i i like the broncos defense at 2900 i think it's a good tournament to start throw with joey burrow still banged up i know i understand he didn't i mean he we did pretty well last week 25 34 348 two touchdowns um so I don't know. It, this game could go either way. At sixty one hundred, I don't mind Joey B. But if the if you're thinking this game's going to be a shootout, like it could be, I just I just don't think the Denver defense will allow it to go that far. And I think they're going to control the game and run the ball a lot. And with that being said, I know Nick talked about Javante Williams, but it's it you can't 
it's again, it's playing Russian roulette. Who, what, what running backs gonna have a good game? And I, I don't, I'd rather pay somewhere else for, you know, at 6,100 and 5,900. But um, yeah, I, maybe Noah Fant at 4,400, maybe a flyer there. He's looked pretty decent in the entire year. But other than that, I really don't have many plays from this game. Yeah, I, I I don't really have any plays from from this game either. Even though it is one of the closer games, I just think these defenses are decent enough. Denver likes to run, keeps it lower scoring. I don't mind either of the defenses on on that twenty what nine hundred. I don't mind either of those. They'll be in my player pool. But I mean, I guess how, I'm obviously how many carries do you guys consider like a full workload? Twenty plus, I guess. No, I, I think like. A, a good size workload like if you get 15 plus carries you had a pretty solid workload yeah just now, t- touches like to be like i don't i don't know it, yeah. it's a, it's a weird because i mean i got again it was the lions so it's skewed yeah, a bit, the but lions. the past three games he's had at least 15 carries and i just i think he, I, i'm more confident in him producing on those 15 carries than a lot of running backs that's fine. If he's in the five Ks, I'm interested, but getting into the six K range, I just, yeah. I have Tony Gibson's know. the same price. So, yep. You have other guys that I just like more, yeah, but Mark Chase is going to be in my player pool every single week. He's been in three Millie maker winners this year already uh, out of what? 13, 14 weeks. So he didn't get there with the yards. He got there with the two touchdowns. So that's what he does. That's what Chase does. He scores touchdowns. And he also can add yards in his big, big game. So at 7,100, I know that's kind of expensive, but just because it was better, big... I think there's better matchups elsewhere. Oh, yeah, I, there's I, better I, matchups, I, but I'm just talking about like yeah. this isn't no, like a, it's just his range of outcomes is bigger yeah. than most players in the whole league. Like he could score like six, but he could score like 35. So, no, I, I yeah, no, I totally I just think you have to include him in your player pool. So, yeah, that's about it from that game. Don't have interest in the quarterbacks, though. Next, we have Atlanta going into San Francisco. Uh, kind of some little people. I, I saw Elijah Mitchell still banged up. George Kittle missed practice. Um, I don't know what that'll turn into, but what are your thoughts here, Alex? Yeah, another guy who uh, all he does is score touchdowns, Debo Samuel. Um <laughs> I think especially with George Kittle banged up, um, I think he'll still play, but they may. He's so expensive. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He I put mean, a four, two back-to-back 40-point week. Insane. I, mean, I don't know if, like, many people have done that in recent history outside of maybe Jonathan Taylor. Especially Go tight ends, right? Like, no one tight end. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about Kittle, Nick. I'm talking about Debo, Debo. is 82. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Kittle, yeah. Kittle is like 75, I think. Also really expensive for a tight yeah, end. Yeah, it's like super expensive for a tight end. But What's Debo at? 8,200. 8, yeah. <laughs> I think it's – I think I still think uh, with Kittle the last two games, I think with his – I think it's a knee injury. Like he like knocked knees or something like that. He might see Bone a bruise. blocking roll a little bit more here. And if – especially too if uh, uh, Mitchell doesn't play – uh, Debo's then set up to get a little bit more carries too. Um, so I think, I think him and I, I honestly had 6,300 IU's been coming on the scene here too. Um, if you're looking for someone a little bit lower price tag, uh, who's that? Ayuk. Oh, yeah. I have a question for you guys. How many targets do you think Debo Samuel has combined in the last three games? Combined. 
I'm well, I'm looking at it. So <laughs> don't answer the story. Yeah, I, I just looked. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Six targets. Right, but in those games, he's put up more. Than I know, that. and it's, yeah, it's that's what I'm saying because he, he they they use him uh, as like a running back now. Kind so, okay, of so that's so that's my thing. Yeah. There. So at eighty two hundred, you're essentially paying. You get two positions out of one player. Right, you do. And if he's if he's touching the ball, okay, they didn't. And I, it's the Falcons. Okay, yeah, I think it's a, a growing a injury. He's yeah, off a right. growing injury. That I, I, here, here's what here's what I'll say is if you like Debo this week, you're going to get him at very extremely low. I would guess he's going to be under five percent owned because I'll tell you the receivers that are in his price range. You have, uh, shoot, Devontae Cooper Cup at nine thousand. Diggs at seventy seven hundred, Deontay Johnson at seventy five hundred, and Devontae Adams at only seven hundred dollars more. There is nobody. I mean, maybe I just can't see it. People are not. They're going to look and see. Oh, they're they're going to look at his target volume and just like I can't play eighty two. They're going to always go to Adams Cup or these other guys beneath them over Debo. Especially the only way he he you know he constitute for that salary is if Mitchell's out. If Mitchell's in, then I kind of lean against not paying for him, but if Mitchell's out, I think Mitchell misses. I do. No, okay, so that's what I'm saying. And then I, I think he, I mean, he's a better running back than Jeff Wilson, and you know, I mean, who else do they have back there? I, I don't know. Yeah, but I like. I, I think that's like. I know Alex goes to the well every week with Debo. Yeah. He's been, like like Chase. I think Debo's also been in three. Of, a bad uh, person to go to the well with. <laughs> Debo's been in like three of the Millie Maker winners this year out of the 13 or 14 weeks we've played so yeah i mean he's had a quite a nice hit rate in, in large field tournaments um i like jimmy g i, I, I was think just thinking that yeah as long as you playing the falcons you can have interest in the uh in the quarterback against them um i i think you have to have a little interest in jeff wilson if mitchell's out just at five thousand because atlanta's run defense is also not good and we've seen what they can do with 49er running backs sometimes and they can just they run the ball so much and they just get some goal line work and fall into the end zone twice with 100 yards and boom you're there so i think i would have some interest in wilson cordero patterson is kind of like he's still his floor like has been so good like he scored like basically 13 points or more every single game but I think his snap volume, he's still getting like, if you look at his touches, they're up there, but his snap volume's not, they're playing Mike Davis a little bit more. Um, so I don't really like him. I have other interested running back 6,900. I like Ayuk at 6,300. I think I like him more if Debo, Debo is playing for sure, right? Yeah, okay. it's fine. Okay, yeah. But I like him more if Kittle plays, just because I know defenses are going to worry about Kittle a lot, and that opens a lot of, lot of things up for Ayuk so I like Ayuk more if Kittle plays um Kittle is I mean he's at 7,500 but I mean good gracious he still has the upside to still pay that off especially against the Falcons he must so, be yeah, he was in a couple millie makers here too these past couple weeks oh yeah definitely <laughs> he's been in the winter I think a couple weeks at 7,500, 
I still have, I'm going to keep him in my player pool just because like, I mean, what's the difference really between Debo and Kittle except Kittle's 700 cheaper and Kittle's at a, at a premium position, like tight end where like those getting those points matters even more and can really separate themselves from like these shitty tight ends. So I, I just have to include him for that reason. And I always, you know, I'm a Kyle Pitts truther. So I've always included him in my player pool. It's only worked out a few times this year, but I'm going to keep going back to him. He's such a good talent. He'll be the new Travis Kelsey very soon. So I like Russell Gage at 5,800 with his involvement the last couple of weeks. Um, I, I think he's, he's emerged as the number one option yeah. there with Ridley being out. So I, I think he's a look at if you're going to be stacking this game, I think he's the clear cut bring back in my opinion. I think, I think he's more of a bring back than, I mean, I guess, wait, he's 300 more than Pitt. So maybe not the bring back, but one of those two, probably. Yeah, I, I just – the amount of volume he's receiving the last four weeks, I think it's it's hard to over. San Fran's a lot better against tight ends than receivers, though, especially yeah. right now. They got some injuries in the secondary. Yeah. But right, Fred Warner is yeah. not one to mess with. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. All right, like two games left. Uh, next game is kind of in the air with Lamar, but we have Green Bay going into Baltimore. Don't know if Lamar is going to play or not with his ankle. Um, this could have been like the game to kind yeah. of go to if, if Lamar is just perfectly healthy. Like this could have been it, but now it's could just be like a low scoring dud. But what, what do you think here, Nick? My lock of the week for a tight end position is Mark Andrews. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, with Hudley, I think looks like Lamar, but. Uh, he oh does God. not force the ball downfield, and they still pass a decent amount. So um, he's kind of always looking for Mark Andrews. Like they have yeah. solid against tight ends and just a good defense. They do have a great defense. I'm shocked. And it's not to discount them. I just, I just think that Baltimore's in the, they're in a must-win situation. But like have, everyone's chomping at the bits to to beat them out in the AFC North, so they're going to have to pass a lot to keep up with the Packers. And I think that's what it ultimately comes down to: is you get the ball in the hands of your playmakers. Harbaugh is a traditional guy like that, and and that's kind of his methodology: like you you let your playmakers win the game. And I, I think that Mark Andrews is in the prime spot right here to just get a heavy heavy workload. Day. I think Harbaugh has a much different game plan for this game. I think it's going to be running the ball a ton. Keep the you ball out Harborough? of Har- yeah. Har- 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 whatever. I'm whatever. My point is Harbaugh. Har- yes. My point is, I think his game plan in this no game well. is keeping the ball out of Rogers' hands <laughs> and running the ball with uh whoever. Like Green I think that's gonna, I don't think it's gonna be passing the ball that much and i'm not going to put any faith in hunley to pay for sixty four hundred dollar mark andrews i just pay eleven hundred dollars more and get george kittle if i'm going to pay the up at, at tight end like i i just if lamar's in like i can see it but i just cannot see mark andrews at that price with that quarterback at all i think this is a game where i think the ravens front office is like hey like we're still in control of the afc north it's going to be close, but if we play Lamar this game and he gets hurt again on that angle, we're, yeah. we're screwed. And I, and I don't think they take that risk. I think they rather take the risk on the backside and be like, 
give them a full week to get healthy or basically two weeks to get healthy. And then, and then when they like absolutely need it, they put them in. Exactly. So I, I don't think he plays this game. And if he was playing at 7,200, that's a ridiculous price tag for somebody who's banged up and can only really put up points running the ball. Yeah. I, I, in, until, uh, until they prove differently, I'm playing Devonte Adams. almost. Yeah. I, I mean, this against this Ravens defense. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me? The way the Ravens think they're going to try to win this game is, you know, turning, having the um, Packers turn the ball over, which Aaron Rodgers doesn't do very often. And the way they're going to do that, they're going to be blitzing a lot. They blitz one of the most out of, I think they blitz the most out of like any team in the NFL. Maybe the Dolphins. They, I know they the Dolphins do zero really coverage good. blitz too, which means that they're asking their cornerbacks to stay on one-on-one with receivers. And Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the NFL like by almost a country mile, in my opinion, he's, he's unmatchable. He's unguardable. He's amazing. And at 8,900, I, I want to stack him with Aaron Rodgers too, because Aaron Rodgers hates but, media and he just loves going out every week and just burning. Scorched earth Aaron is yeah. not to be played. <laughs> but do, are you worried? I, I get if Lamar's in like where maybe this game's, but like, I just don't know if like, so, so let's say three quarter, but then they just give the ball to Dylan for that whole fourth quarter when they're up like 17 points. Like hey, I, that's what I worry points about. To the bears put up against that defense. Like they're, they're not like some lockdown. Their, their defense but it's good. Dude, it's not, I don't, but, this is a terrible Ravens quarterback. If it's not Lamar, it's a, they're not going to be competitive. Yeah. I don't think they will be either. So that's again, and, and to your point, PB, I think if it gets to that issue, like, you know, we're talking about, Oh, it's end of the third quarter you know, Packers are up, you know, 15, 16 points. Like we're just going to burn clock. I think Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, or at least Devontae Adams gets to his price, his ceiling by, you know, at halftime at midway through the third quarter. Ceiling at halftime. Are you kidding me? I, I, he, all he, all, just to let you know, Aaron Rodgers ceiling because he's not, I mean, he rarely, I, meant, I said, I meant Devontae Adams. I didn't mean. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, no. that would be insane. No. I could see. I mean, still for Adams to pay off nine thousand at halftime—that's hard to believe. Like, I think he needs a full game to do that. I don't think he does. I think he just needs eight catches for one hundred thirty yards and two touchdowns, which is very doable. Yeah, I think that's what he would need for sure. But I just don't know if we can do that in half. I mean, can I, I just don't. Think I, I think the Ravens' defense is—it's just so depleted right now. And I think this is a game where they just get slaughtered. Yeah, I, I just like a one-off play of Adams more than I do like like stacking. I, I even like Marquez Valdez-Scantling because he's a player that – he still has Rodgers as his quarterback, but he's one of those players that can just break a long one against this Ravens team and be in a winner. So he's, he's done that before this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had him. That was the week I went nuclear. Yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of my only and, – and the Packers D if that – Yeah. If Lamar's not in, they'll be the high zone defense if Lamar's out. So, uh, the Bills will be up there, but yeah, the the Packers would be up there too. Uh, last Sleeping game, Tyler Hundley. Yeah, Tyler Hundley's trash. Um, <laughs> the Browns just couldn't stop him, but I don't know. I don't think that quarterback at all. Well, eleven for eleven. I didn't know he that. That's a crazy stat line for Tyler. 11 for 11. Yeah. But All right, moving on. Yeah, we have a very, I think this is a, one of the better games that you can actually stack because I think it could be a, a close game in this divisional uh, matchup. We have Seattle going into Los Angeles. Start off with Nick on this one. What are your what are your plays here? 
So OBJ is going to be out. Yep. I love Van Jefferson. Uh, Seattle pass defense is terrible. So I think him and Cooper Cup, you got to play one of them. Uh, you need some exposure, I think, and, and that's that setup. So whoever you go with, I, I think you're not going to be disappointed. Um, what's going on with uh, Daryl Henderson? Is he gonna uh, be back? I think he will be back, but I honestly hope he's not uh, because yeah. the Rams is now a backfield because Michelle has looked decent and serviceable enough to where they Playable. might – Yeah, like where they – don't just give Henderson like the 90% snaps that he was seeing before. And you could, if you see like a 60, 40, then like both of them aren't playable. So yeah. I, I prefer just one of them to be out and then you just can play the other one as a, like an amazing play. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I just yeah. don't know what happens yet. Yeah. I think you, I mean, you saw Davis Mills put up an incredible game against this secondary. Uh, they're really missing Jamal Adams. So I, you know, everyone's like, all right, beat Seattle on the ground. They're terrible. And I'm like, their defense is going to get beat in every angle that you play. So I, I definitely like the opposing offenses, uh, offense here for the rest of the season. But, uh, um, yeah, I kind of would be interested to play Tyler Lockett as well because I do think it'll be a pretty high-scoring game. Yeah, I, I want to play DK, but – I it's not there anymore we keep saying it's like oh it's gotta be a dk week gotta be and it's not i know it's gonna be it's gonna be it is going to be not this week i I don't think it's this week i think it could be this week okay if the only reason it is this week is because this game ends like 42 to 35 which i think we could end like 33 to 27 i don't if it's in the upper 20s in the 30s dk could easily have two touchdowns yeah, but now they get you know, get Ramsey back now. Ramsey and, does not shadow. Okay, but he's okay. He's a factor. He's, he's, he's okay. Do you want to know what uh, Metcalf's stat line against the Rams the last time they played was? It was pretty good. It was like he went for like two touchdowns, like a hundred yards. Correct. But yeah, I know he had a good game. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. But also, that was in, early in the year when the uh, Seahawks were more healthy. They're not that healthy this this time around. That. I think the Rams defense line puts pressure on Russell. And I, I agree and I, with that. And I think it's going to cause issues. Um, and I think it's going to cause a couple interceptions from Russell. So I don't like Russell Wilson at this spot. Uh, if anything, I'm taking Stafford again. Uh, he torches terrible defenses. As we know, he torches good defense when he wants to. Um, and I think, I think the Stafford cup is a great, I mean, cup is getting set point as Devonte Adams as well. I mean, he had 15 targets against Arizona. I, would, I think Cup Cup this week, I mean, I think he, he's going to score like six more points than Devontae Adams. Well, but I, I mean, I, like in projection-wise projection with the volume Cup gets, it's like – They brought him down. He put up 34 points and they lowered his salary 100. I'm, I'm just saying like pro- projection-wise, like Cup no. almost projects for like seven more points than Devontae Adams. That is – that is unbelievable. Like projection wise to see a, a, a receiver projected for seven more points than Devonte Adams. That is out of this world. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, they use cup. And it's not like he runs like 80 yards down the field. He, he's so he's probably one of the top three receivers. And Odell's out. Yeah. Well, that's well, why he's also projected for like seven more points. Like, from projection standpoints, I can see 
Cooper Cup at 28.3 points, Devonte Adams at 22 points. Yeah. So six, well, six, six more points than Adams. So with also with that, for almost 30 out. points. Without was I mean Higby's also in play I think as well 4K I yeah. think he's he's gonna go overlooked and whatever you do do not play Richard Penny don't play him I he dude, he's not he had one he had a good game against the Texans and people are gonna be all over that James Conner he looked I mean he, the only reason James Conner had a good game because he was a pass he caught the ball out of the field and caught nine times he he ran the ball 15 times for 31 yards against this team. Don't do not play Rashard Penny. That does. That's he's, my not, he's a very very thin play, and yeah, no. I, I I love this game. I I do. I, this is like when you call the late night hammer. Like all the people that have played their lines that think they might be looking good, and then this game comes in and can just like blow everyone out with the with the winning plays. And for me. I, I like Stafford. I think he's play, like play. You can stack him with it's such a condensed target share. So it's so easy. You can do Stafford van. You could do, or sorry, you could do cup van cup Higby or, or van and Higby. Like you just do those combinations and you run it back with DK Metcalf. Like he's, and then if I play the Seattle side, which I am, I'm going to play Russell Wilson with DK and then run it back with one of those uh, Rams receivers. But I just love this game. Like I, I think this is going to be a faster paced game than, than people might think. And I think this is the DK week, you know, we've seen Lockett kind of having the big weeks, but man, DK has been so close on, on several occasions to have a big, big, big game. And I think it's, it's coming and it's coming here. So. This is definitely the game to target. Yeah. I, I, Looking at the rest of the slate, the only other one that really jumps out other than one sided stuff is like, maybe i don't even i can't even say dallas giants like yeah and even yeah you're that's still like a 10 10 point spread yeah. or something for i mean i guess Corey's game is like the next like like because because the denver Cincinnati game Cincinnati game could be close but the defenses are still like the tennessee pittsburgh game is one where you could see shootout just because of the yeah. defense is playing terribly and then i think you yeah like for example like chase edmonds is in i'll get my arizona piece if Connor's out, I'll get my piece from like Edmonds and like getting the teams with the really high team totals. That's kind of, and then stack up the, the Seattle Rams game. But yeah, I just love, love the Seattle Rams game. Um, I hope Henderson's ru- ru- ruled out so I can play some Michelle. Well, hey, for that, do you want to pay me now for that, that we had earlier in the year? Or- I thought we said without injury. I said major injury. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, you can pay me for the Broncos one. Uh, well, we're not, we're, we're head, neck and neck in that one right now. Just let if, you know. You, it's just without a doubt. If you think the Colts defense is better than the Broncos, like it's just, you. I said, finish. I, when I said that, I said, finish higher fantasy value. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see when the Patriots smack, smack the Colts. Why do you guys like Tyler Higby? Because he's now with Odell out, he's going to have a much yeah. higher target share. And- I like Scorchcork. What if his name is Scorchcorchka? Ben Skorskwanski or something. Yeah, whatever his name is. (laughs) The third. Yeah, but I I just think he'll get he'll get a few. Like he's like he'll be the low owned guy on the Rams. It'd be a good showdown slate to throw him in there. If you're playing showdown on a Sunday, I would this would this would be the slate I play in. And I would 
he's gonna be highly owned, obviously, but I play him. But what's his name? Ben like Skowanski or something. He's the he's the guy oh, that would have been the third receiver if Odell didn't come and, and Woods was out. Like he he would have been the guy. All right, let's let's get to our lineup. Conviction. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, conviction plays. We'll start at quarterback. Uh, we'll start with Corey. Uh, I'm gonna stick with Big Ben. I think he I think he brings a lot of upside. And I think he's he can get there this week. Nick, uh, I like Jalen Hurts if he plays. Oh, I forgot about Jalen. I'll go Dak. To a cash game, but Russ for tournaments. That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, running back, we'll start. Well, if someone knows there, just say it. Otherwise, I can give you a second. I like uh, Chase Edmonds. As long as he plays, like even if Connor plays, yeah. No. I think I I think they're gonna give Connor a break. I think he's a little banged up. He's had to carry a full workload for a long time, so they need to get Chase Edmonds back up to speed before this playoff run. So good good time to do it against the Lions. This is a terrible week for running backs, but I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> go with um, man. I guess I'm going to go with um, Gibson against Philly. Hey, you don't really talk about him much, but okay. I know. I, I, well, I, I realized it's going to be their only offense. I, didn't, I realized I didn't really talk about many running backs this week because I just don't, don't like it. It's not anymore. great. No. A lot of, uh, lot of like Alex? Uh, the only guy I really talked about was Foreman, so I'll go with Deontay Foreman. Uh, mine is definitely with Nick, if, if, but mine's only if Connor's out. It's Edmonds, definitely. But if Connor's in, it's James Robinson. I, I'm going to switch mine to DeAndre Swift if he's in. Yeah, he was like yeah. uh, he was like my next one. Okay. Right. Uh, next, we have wide receiver. Man. Um, Depot. I, yeah, I mean, it's I, this is a week you pay up for receivers. I think it's the only way to go. Uh, I – I, I think you played Devontae Adams till he's 12K. So I'm going to Devontae Adams. I know it's chalky and expensive, but it's to play. Well, for the, for the, yeah, the super expensive, it would be cup for me over Devontae. Like, but for just like one that'll be lower owned, I think will be lower owned is DK Metcalf. I like Jalen Waddle. Yeah. And then, Close second would be Deontay Johnson, but I know we're only supposed to get one. But yeah, I just like like because like one like Cooper Cup will be super chalky, just like yeah. Adam. But Metcalf maybe will be lower owned, and that's like my tournament favorite tournament receiver. Alex, you gave one right? Yeah. Oh, Debo, Debo, yeah. Uh, tight end. Kasiki. Like Higby. Mark Andrews. Sticking with it. Oh man, I'm gonna go. I'm always gonna target the Eagles, so we're going with Ricky Seals Jones as long as he's in. Uh, But yeah, so now we'll go ahead and build our lineup. All right, who anyone really have the quarterback that they want to play? I feel like we should like target a game here as well, as opposed to just like bouncing around picks because we last week stacked. A garbage game to stack. 
Well, we we re- well I well I personally I mean I was wrong, but I, I that was like one of my favorite stacks of the week. That's why I did bad in DFS this last week. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I just I thought Lawrence could have had a good game against that terrible terrible defense. True, true. Uh, but okay, so I mean, is there a game that we have favorite? Like personally, it's Seattle Rams. But that's boy, my thought too. I. I kind of like uh, San Fran and Atlanta I, I, too. For some reason, I think that'll be high scoring. I don't mind. Yeah, that one's another one I could. Eh, but but yeah. I just don't. I don't love the quarterbacks there. I mean, Jimmy G maybe. Yeah, but. I would play Jimmy G for sure in the quarterback there. But I don't know. I I say we do I'd rather go get Stafford Rams Seattle. But I'm gonna probably have the, the wrong the quarterback different from you guys. Well, yeah. You I mean you've already said like Russell. Yeah, but I'm assuming you guys liked would pick Stafford. Yeah, the only reason I would go Stafford is because I actually I, I mean I don't know. If we do so Stafford, I think we go with the double stack. I think we go Russ. We do the single because it's the DK and Lockett are too expensive to pair together. So I don't know. What do you guys? I don't. I guess I don't mind if we somebody, do somebody just take take control and just. And if if this is the game we're doing it, then just okay. So you put Cup in there, and then run it back with DK. Yeah, run it back with DK and probably Higby, right, Corey? Yeah, that's that's where I'd go. I mean, Van's only. Yeah, but I don't want to. I would rather get. I would rather go Van and Higby or Cup and Higby. All right. I know it's. I mean, I think that for the price of the stack. I know. I just say paying down for tight ends. Higby's a uh, one that can catch touchdowns, though. So, um, running. Uh, so what does that leave us? Forty-seven hundred. Yeah. So uh, let's get a cheaper defense in here. Let's see. Let's start at the bottom and go up. You gonna do one of the Jets or the Jags? No. Or the uh, the Jags or Texans? I mean. The. Uh, oh yeah, I don't mind. Okay. I don't mind. That really I would. Game. I would prefer the Jags. I. I would definitely take the Jags over the Texans D. But I don't mind either of them at the same price. The Jags just at home. That opens it up a little bit. Okay, so we have fifty two hundred. Man, I think we need to get one of those five K running backs in there. Whether that's Edmonds, I but or James Robinson, and then that would that would stack with Jags defense too. Yeah, give me Edmonds. I, I think he's going to do amazing. I think he only has upside if Connor's out. I don't see how Edmonds, the pass catching back, is going to do. I anything. mean, I'd, ra- I'd rather go James Robinson, but let's yeah. go with Edmonds. But keep him in there. We can always, if uh, Connor yeah. plays, we can flip the two. They're pretty much the same price. Um, do we want to do we both? Need that. We need like a six K running back. I think like in the in there in that range. So whether that's Swift. Tony Swift, Corey, do you want to get your Swift in there? Yeah, if yeah, if he's full go, I like Swift a lot. I hate playing running backs on the same game though, because like game script wise, it can. All right. Okay. Then let's go, let's go. Pop Edmonds up then. Let's do. Uh, let's do uh, Robinson. And, uh, okay. The guy we were talking about there. We're gonna have two Jags. Ugh. Yeah, it's a it's it's a, it's a correlated stack. It's your yeah, it's running back in defense. But we man, we we're gonna have to dig deep to the well here for a receiver. 
Yeah, let's get like, – there was uh, something in the three Devontae games. Parker. Oh, yeah, Devontae Parker. What was he? He was like 4,300. Or Gabriel Davis for 37. I don't mind either of those. Let's see what we can get at 5K, though. 5,600 leaves you with you take Gaby. You could get Wilson. If we had Gabe Davis over Parker. Yeah, 5,600. So you could get Gaskin if he plays. You get to Gallup. You can double, you go Julio. Let me see here. I mean, if Gaskin is full go at 5,600, that's not. You could get Van and then you get another tight end. Then you don't have what, to. Oh, stack yeah. What other tight end? What other tight ends are. You if, if we went Van, if we went Van, because Van is a really good play. Yeah. What other so is Ricky Seals in there around four? Or is he more? 34. Oh, but then. Uh, who else is around four? I just, you don't want to leave. You only want to leave like max, like 200. Yeah, I mean, never it. Can we upgrade our, our defense to like, I wonder what we could upgrade our defense if we put in Ricky Seals. You can get through. Uh, it gives us a lot. I mean, that gives you the Bills defense. Packers, yeah, but they'll be Bills. chalky. They'll be super chalky. Packers could be. If Lamar play. Niners. Uh, Niners aren't. Uh, Matt Ryan does throw the ball a lot. You could get some picks. Pick. That's what you want is a quarterback that throws a lot. I I, I would say 49ers in that range just because they'll be lower owned than. And Carolina, like, yeah. They're they, kind of beat up, though. Who? 49ers secondary. Yeah, but they can just bring – they can still bring pressure, I think. I don't know. I think I think it's just a better play than playing a chalky defense. Yeah, you get a Bosa sack or two at least. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think that's a pretty solid. I like lineup. Lineup. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Contingent on you know Swift playing, but I uh, do like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then of course if Edmonds plays, you always can swap. Yeah, too, and nice. then upgrade even more at defense. We'd have like another six hundred to go up. But, yeah, that wraps up uh, this episode of Chalk Talk. Hopefully you guys found some good plays in here. Uh, anyone have anything else to say at the yeah, end? Yeah, like, comment, and then also send us winnings, uh, winning you know, lineups that you had. Um, we if can you post took any of our convictions or something. Yeah, people will post on our social media. <laughs> I don't know. You can <laughs> patrickbarnesvines.com. <laughs> Uh, that's about it for this episode and we'll see you guys next week for week 16 peace